ancient Father, O God. Your word says that you are El Shaddai, the Almighty God, the All-Breasted One. You are the God who is more than enough. And we thank you and we appreciate you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Very good. So God is going to continue to speak to us about faith. Hallelujah. But I want to wish all the fathers, you know, fa fatherhood is an important thing. Amen. And uh, it's, the Bible says that, uh, look at Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 and 2, before we continue with faith. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 and 2, the Bible says, honor, in fact, uh, Ephesians 6, 1 says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Then verse 2 says, honor your father and mother which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest live long on the earth. Hallelujah. So God is telling you and I that we need to honor our father and our mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you, and that you would live long on the earth. Hallelujah. So Amen. it's very important. What does it mean to honor someone? It means to, to just place importance on the person, is to, is to make them important to you and to everyone else, is to speak positively. I mean, what, what else? Let's get some, some uh, 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 people to say something. What else is honor? To, to give gifts to someone. Honor someone is to give something to someone. Give, to give them gifts. Hallelujah. I'm talking about your parents, your biological yes. parents or anyone. Give gifts to them. Hallelujah. So it means that many of us on Father's Day send something to your family. Hallelujah. Send yeah. something. Even if you are an American, send something to your parents. Father's Day, when you read the Bible, Jesus talks about the fact that honor your father and mother. Let me give you that verse. Very, very important verse. That gives us a, 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 an idea of what God is saying. Let's turn our Bibles to Matthew chapter 15. And I'll read it. This is very, very important. Let's start from Matthew chapter 15. Um, let's start from verse 3. In fact, let's start from verse 1 so that we can get the context. Then some Pharisees and teachers of religious law now arrived from Jerusalem to see Jesus. They asked him, why do your disciples disobey our age-old tradition? For they ignore our tradition of ceremonial hand-washing before they eat. We all know that washing your hands before you eat is good. So the disciples were walking and they were eating, plucking corn and eating without washing their hands. So they were eating without washing their hands. So the Pharisees said, why are your disciples disobeying the age-old tradition and uh, not washing their hands uh, uh, when they are eating. Then verse 3, Jesus said, Jesus replied, And why do you by your, your tradition violate the direct commandment of God? For instance, God says, Honor your father and mother, and anyone who speaks disrespectfully of father or mother must be put to death. But you say, It is all right for people to say to their parents, Sorry, I can't help you. 
for I have vowed to give to God what I would have given to you. Verse 6. In this way you say then, in this way you say they don't need to honor their parents. And so you cancel the word of God for the sake of your own tradition. I think this is pretty clear. So it means that you and I should do something like that. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, whatever your culture, the culture does not supersede the Bible culture. And the Bible culture says, honor your father and mother. Give, say something nice. Call your parents. Say something nice to your father. Hallelujah. And I believe God will bless you. But the Bible says, honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you, meaning that you will do well in life. You would succeed in life. Some of the prayers you, 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 are, you are asking God to, uh, some of the things you and I are asking God to do, God can do it for us just because we are honoring our parents. So it will be well with us and we will be able to live long on the earth. Think about it. We will live long on the earth. We will live long, healthy, prosperous lives on the earth because we are honoring our parents. Now, honor your father and mother does not mean there are many people who have had different problems with their parents. Some people might have had uh, their, their parents or maybe their father not to look after them. They, they don't even know their father and maybe they just met their father not too long ago. You still need to honor them. Some people might not, uh, maybe their father did not, uh, um, you know, they never met their father even to, to date. But there was a man, whether it's your uncle, whether it's your father, in, uh, 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 stepfather, whoever it is, who looked after you. You've never met your father. Honor your father. Hallelujah. Some people, they've never, they, they, they never met or the father has passed away. But another person, when, when they were young, and another person took his place. Honor that person as your father. Honor your father and mother. We celebrated Mother's Day. We were supposed to have honored our mothers. It's not too late to honor your mother. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. It doesn't matter how offended you are. You could be offended with your father you could, or your mother. You could be very angry with them. They, they could have said all sorts of things against you, but the principle still holds. Never curse your father. Ne never insult your parents. Whoever you are, no matter what they've done, you can't insult your parents. You can't curse your parents. We read it in the Bible, in the New Testament. Jesus said, he who curseth his father, let him die the death. Of course, now there is no stoning, but what God doesn't need anyone to stone somebody. There are so many problems that can come about if God is the one in charge. Hallelujah. We don't want God to, because sometimes God fights people when they dishonor their parents. It's actually God who takes a personal uh, uh, ben, I can't say a vendetta, but a personal beef with somebody because they are fighting their parents. Because God has given the father and mother, especially the father who is the head, but also the mother, the right to be able to speak into the child's life. The right, because the, the God used the person to bring forth the child, God has, the, 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 has given them a certain right. That's why it's very, very advisable if your parents say don't marry someone, uh, you really need to push to get their approval. Hallelujah. At least the church, it will really take a lot. Hallelujah. Uh, under different circumstances. But in general, we don't really just marry people off when their parents say uh, they don't uh, uh, agree. Hallelujah. 
we strongly recommend that people get approval from their parents. Very, very important. This eloping and all those things is dangerous. It doesn't mean if somebody has eloped, it's too late, that they are finished. No, what you need to do is to go to your father, go to your mother, and ask them to accept what is happening in your home, if that makes sense. Hallelujah. Because God has given them that right to do so. Very, very important. So this Father's Day, I pray that each person would honor their parents. Honor your parents. Honor your parents. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now let's continue to talk about faith. Hallelujah. We need faith in God. We need trust in God. We need hope in the Lord. The Bible says we must hope in the Lord. The Bible says we must trust in the Lord. The Bible says we must have faith in the Lord. Let's turn our Bibles to Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. I'll read that again. So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Now before I read, and I want to just read a few verses prior to, to this. Let's turn to verse 7. Or who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring up Christ again from the dead. Verse 8. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thine heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Hallelujah. So the word of God is near you, even in your heart or in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Hallelujah. So realize that the word of faith that is preached has been heard. Hallelujah. It has been heard and it is in the mouth and it is in the heart. Hallelujah. Then verse 17 says that, So then, how do you and I get faith? We get faith by hearing the word of God. Hallelujah. There are many ways to get faith. But the Bible makes it very clear how to have faith. We can have faith by what we see. We can have faith by our experiences. We can have faith by uh, 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 when God does something for you and I or does a miracle for us, it increases our faith. But these are just things that we know. But when we are reading the Bible, the Bible makes it very clear. The one sure Bible way to have faith. By what we hear. So then, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You and I need faith because faith is what gives us victory over the world. You and I need faith because without faith, we cannot please God. You and I need faith because without faith, we cannot even walk with God. Faith is the most important thing. Actually, faith is the only thing that can quench every single fiery dart of the devil. Love is very, very important. The Bible says, now, now there are three things that remain. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. So love is greater than faith, but without faith, you can't even exercise your love. Without faith, you cannot please God. Without faith, you cannot live in victory. Without faith, 
you cannot walk with God. Without faith, you cannot live for God. For the just shall live by faith. Look at Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36 to 38. Hebrews chapter 10. Very good. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36 to 38. Okay. The Bible says, For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. So some people feel that their faith is not working, but all they need is just a bit of patience. Just a bit, a bit of patience. Because God is working it out. But many people don't know that God is working it out. And they give up just before the victory. Hallelujah. For yet a little while, and he that shall come, and will not, for, sorry, for yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and will not tarry. Verse 38. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. So the Bible is saying that the just, the righteous, the one who has right standing with God, shall live by his faith. But if any person draws back from faith, God's soul shall have no pleasure in that person. Can I have an amen? Now when you also go to 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 and 5, the Bible says, that for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. For who is he that overcometh the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? So the Bible is saying that the one who has victory over the world is the one who is walking in faith. Now, what is the world? The world is everything you and I pray against. The world is our enemy. And the, you see, the world is, more, is, is, is deeper than planet Earth. The world is the devil's system. Because remember that the God of this world, small g, or the prince of this world is the devil. Small g. He is the, the prince of this world. So it means that he, he, he is destroying. That's why there are famines. That's why there are many problems. Some people ask themselves, why is it that if God is so supreme, if God exists, why is there suffering? That's a very easy answer. Number one, trust God. Number two, it's because man, because of sin, number one, because people don't pray, also because God has chosen the fairness of affliction to, to prove us. Also because Satan is the god of this world, Smoji, the prince of this world. And we all know that if there is a landlord and uh, you are, uh, 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 someone is renting an apartment, the landlord or a house, the landlord has the right to tell people that you can, you, you can uh, 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 put nails on the wall, but you cannot do certain things in the apartment. There are restrictions. You cannot just uh, uh, break the wall. Or, or, or do certain things or put certain things out. But you have, if anything else you want to do, you need to seek permission. You can't just do anything in the house. That's why Satan cannot just do anything he wants. But those who allow the devil, because of the evil in this world, because of the evil, anyone who allows the devil, 
Problems happen by people allowing the devil. Problems happen when Christians don't pray. Hallelujah. But God is so rich in mercy. And he, so, so that, that, these are all the things that are in the world. When you read Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, the Bible talks about the fact that the, 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 the prince of this world, the, who, he, he works in the children of disobedience. So there's, there are certain spirits of this world that work and affect the children of disobedience to commit murder, to commit all sorts of atrocities, famines, all sorts of things go on because of the principalities and the evil things in this world. So the Bible is talking about the world as the things you and I pray against, the things you and I fight, the things you and I, are, uh, whether it's diseases, whether it's poverty, whether it's bad relationships, whatever it is, those are all the things of this world. And the Bible is saying that the victory that overcomes the world is my faith and it's your faith. The things you and I are praying against, it is our faith that gives us the victory over the world. Can I have an amen? But how do you get the faith to overcome the world? How do you and I get the faith to live victorious in Christ? How can you and I get the faith that would move mountains? By hearing. I said by hearing. Not just hearing anything, but by hearing the word of God. Because many people can hear. As for hearing, we can all hear. But what are we hearing? Are we hearing garbage or we are, are we hearing the word of God? What are you and I hearing? Satan has many darts he throws in, into, into people's uh, lives. Satan has darts of unbelief. Satan has darts of, of, of wrong doctrine. Satan has darts of disbelief, of diseases, of famine, of poverty, of, of uh, depression, all sorts of things. He has all these things, but it is the shield of faith that will be able to quench and distinguish every single fiery dart of the wicked one. It's the shield of faith. I said it's the shield of faith that will be able to quench every fiery dart of the devil. So there are many Christians who are Christians indeed, but are living sub-Christian lives. Sub means below Christian lives. Christians are to reign as kings in life through Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 5. Let's look at Romans chapter 5. Am I preaching to somebody? Let's start from this. Uh, uh, Romans 5. Uh, Good. Let's start from verse 12. Romans 5, 12. In fact, let's start from 15 for time's sake. Romans 5, 15. Very good. But not as the offense, sorry, 14, 14. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the likeness or similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. Amplified. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. So if because of Adam, sin entered into the world and everyone was condemned to death because of Adam's transgression, 
even though we did not sin after the way the way Adam sinned, we all sinned because we are all born in sin, for all have sinned. So, because we were children of Adam, we were born, we were, we were created in the image. When Adam gave birth to uh, his, his children, they were, they were created in the image of Adam. God created them, but in the image of Adam. So, you and I became children of Adam. Oh, glory. Then when we became Christians, then we became, when we became Christians, then we became children of God. We are now adopted as many as believed him. To them he gave the right, the privilege to become children of God, to become sons of God. We are then adopted into the family of God in Christ Jesus. But before then we were children of Adam born into sin. Hallelujah. Then verse 17 says that if by the offense... If, for if by one man's offense, trust, uh, 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 if by one man's offense, death reigned by one. So if by one man's offense, one man's sin, death or Satan reigned in the lives of those who did not know Christ. If by one man's offense, death reigned, much more they which receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Glory to God. But the Amplified says this. If I can even get verse 17, I can't even get it. So I'll just quote it by memory. If by the, 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 the trespass, the offense, the lapse of one, death reigned, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign as kings in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. So it means that you and I are to reign as kings in life through Jesus Christ. But there are many Christians living in defeat. There are many Christians living in error. There are many Christians who are bound by tobacco, by alcohol, by drugs, by, uh, 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 by, by, by pornography, and, and, and all sorts of problems. Bound in sin, bound, hopeless, drug addicted, depressed. So many Christians like that. So why is it that you and I are to reign as kings, we are to live victorious in Christ? Why are Chris, many Christians living in defeat? Because they are not walking in faith. They are walking in hope. They are walking in a few scriptures they've read. But no one gets faith that way. We get fed by hearing, continuously hearing. Faith rises and falls depending on the amount of hearing we have. The amount of hearing you and I experience, the amount of hearing you and I do, will our faith depends on it. My faith and your faith depends on the amount of hearing I, 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 I uh, uh, have or do. The more you hear, the more the force of faith arises within you. So you and I must work on our hearing. Hallelujah. You and I must work on how we hear. Because no matter what, no matter the preacher, no matter the fancy way of saying it, there are preachers who can preach and they'll use fancy terms. Look, if you don't hear, it's, a, it's just air. No matter what it is, if you don't hear the word of God, it's air. The person is speaking air because Jesus is greater than the person. 
The Bible is greater than whoever it is. And the Bible makes it clear that faith comes by hearing. And not just any hearing, but hearing by the word of God. People often make the mistake of thinking that I must hear a faith message. No. We hear what? We hear the word of God. The primary way to have faith is to get the Bible in. Read the Bible. Listen to audio Bible. Thank God we have audio Bible. This is the time that Christians have a lot of information. Information highway, information overload. And yet this is a time in the age of Christianity that the Christians are the most shallow. When you, with the, the olden time, the time of the apostles, the time of the early church fathers, the time of the, 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 the martyrs, when you ask them scriptures, they will start quoting it at will. Look at Stephen the shepherd. Stephen the shepherd, he started to talk about Jesus from the book of uh, uh, Genesis. Or at least you see Moses. He talked about Moses 400 years in Egypt, or 430 years in Egypt. He started to expand the scriptures from the Old Testament, proving Jesus Christ as Messiah, all the way to when Jesus died and rose from the dead. That's the shepherd. Meanwhile, they didn't have audio Bible. Jesus Christ was so into the word that when he went to the, 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 the synagogue, all he did was, they didn't have verses in those days. They didn't have chapters. So he found, meaning that he must have been turning the page, turning. He found where it was written in the book of Isaiah. He found, which says that the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. For he had anointed me to preach the gospel that he went on. Now, so those people didn't have audio Bible. You and I have audio Bible. You and I can just take our phone and then click play and we can hear the scriptures anywhere we are. Wherever we are, we can hear the scriptures and let the scriptures enter our minds let, and then saturate ourselves with the scriptures. We are at work. We have Bible on phone. We can just read the Bible and then continue working, whatever you are doing. And then, okay, memorize it, okay, read the Bible, and then continue working. We are even driving home, play audio Bible, and yet, the Christians of today don't know the word. When you ask them about their faith, they don't even know. When you ask them about spiritual truths, they don't know. Why? I was asking a Christian some time back, actually a shepherd, is your brother saved? The shepherd said yes. How do you know he saved? Because he grew up in a Christian home. I said, wow, really? I didn't know growing up in a Christian home would save you. If my children don't surrender their lives to Christ, they, they, they grew up in a Christian home with a father and mother who are pastors, they will burn with fire forever. If they don't know Jesus. Yeah. It has nothing to do with where you grew up. If you don't accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are burning. It doesn't matter who you are. So you see how Christians are shallow. They don't know the word. Many Christians. Not all Christians, but many Christians. When you take the world population, when you take Christians all over the world, you can see that there are many who don't know the Bible. When you say, if you want salvation, if you want to, if you want to preach salvation to someone, what are you going to do? Can you find Jesus in the Old Testament? Huh? I said, can you find Jesus in the Old Testament? What did you say? Huh? 
prove Jesus as God. What are the verses that show that Jesus is divine? Say that again, please. How can you prove that Jesus is the Mashiach from the Old Testament? What? Which verses in the Bible talk about love? Excuse me? Which verses, verses in the Bible talk about a resurrection? Repeat it again, please. Which verses in the Bible talk about faith? Which verses in the Bible talk about prayer? Where are the promises of God in the Bible? You are sick. You need healing. Which verse are you going to use? Oh, pastor, please, can you give me some scriptures to prove healing? Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Am I preaching to somebody? So the Christians of today must rise up. So that when someone asks, why should a Christian speak in tongues? I can even give you some verses that would let you say, oh, Oh, really? Tongues? Is it for us today? I can give you some verses that many people use. And then find, and then, and then let's see what many Christians will say. I can give you some verses. I can play the, I can, I can play the other side. And give you some verses that many people use as to why tongues is not for us today, but was for those of yesterday and yesteryear. I can give you some verses to prove that. But that is just those who are reading those verses don't know what they are talking about because they've not read the Bible well. Anyone who says tongues is not for us today has not read the Bible well. All those people who have read the Bible, all those books. There's a book called The Charismatic Phenomenon. There's a book called The Charismatic Phenomenon which says that there are many Christians who the charismatics who say that tongues is for us today but no. When uh, and all the spiritual gifts then they use 1 Corinthians. Let me show you the verse they use. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I'm not going to go into that. I'm just going to just give you the verse for time's sake. Very good. Now let's start from Good. Let's start from Verse 7. I'll read it in the NLT. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. Now our knowledge is partial and incomplete. And even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. But when the time of perfection comes, these partial things will become useless. The King James says, uh, 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 But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is part is in part shall be done away with. When I was a child, then it goes on. And then some people talk about the fact that if there is no interpreter, keep silent in the church. Therefore, some people say, thanks, is not for us today. The devil told me that, and the Bible says that the devil is a liar. Many Christians don't even know how to prove why thanks is for us today. 
we know in part that when, when everything is perfect, they say, when Christ rose from the dead and there was perfection, then tongues and the others ceased. So these mighty miracles that uh, 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 Jesus said, the works that he does, we will do in greater works, all that ended when the apostles died. That's what some people say. All this miracle, receive your healing, all those things died when the apostles died. Tongues ceased when the apostles died. The devil told me that, but the devil is a liar. But how many Christians can prove their faith? How many Christians can prove that Christianity, Jesus is the only way? When the heresy starts in the church, which will come soon, soon, how many Christians are going to be able to encourage people that, look, this is a heresy, this is not the truth? But we have plenty of opportunities. When you go on, we have the Dick's Bible. Detail. We have Thompson Chain Bible. We have study Bibles. We have audio Bible. We have deep things that can make us deep in the Word. But we don't read. Then God has also given us teachers. With books. With preaching messages. That can put us deep. But we don't read. We don't listen to messages. That's why many Christians are living in defeat. That's why many Christians are not experiencing the blessings of God in the way they should. They are experiencing, you see, the, the, the blessings, some Christians are experiencing blessings, but the blessings are just the, 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 the little portions. The, 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 sorry? The crumbs. The crumbs, thank you. The blessings are just the crumbs. There's much more. There is much more. When you read the Bible, you can see that there is much more that the Christian can experience. But faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So that's the primary way, the, the word, getting deep in the word. And then the second is the messages, the messages, the messages. God has given teachers, has given us our prophets, has given us teachers that can dissect the word and make it plain with scriptures to back it. All we need to do is to just take the podcast and Eat it. Go online and eat it. Watch it. Listen to it. But many Christians would do other things. Watch news. Watch CNN. Watch about the coronavirus. Play music. Music doesn't give you faith. I li- nevertheless, I listen to music more than many people. But music doesn't give you faith. What gives you faith is the word, not music. What will remove the demons is the word and music. But if you have to choose one, it's the word. That's what, because Jesus is the word. Jesus is the word. Hallelujah to Jesus. And when people are listening to messages, many people often make the mistake of thinking that faith comes because you are hearing a message of faith. You can hear a message on tithing and it will give you faith for victorious living. Because the Bible didn't say that faith comes by hearing the faith message. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing the Bible. Anything in the Bible. If the Bible says Zachariah was uh, mute because uh, uh, he did not uh, believe what the angel said, it is in the Bible, that will give you faith. If the Bible says that uh, Adam was created in, in God's image in God, and in God's likeness, just that word will give you faith. You can be hearing a message on, on, on uh, tithe. 
or tithing or offering, whatever the message is, you can get faith by it. You and I don't just get faith because we are hearing a message of faith. Faith is bigger than any prayer topic or any topic of a message. Faith is our trust in God because of what we have heard about God. I have faith in God because I've heard a lot of things about God and I believe in the things I've heard and therefore I'm walking in faith. The closer you and I are to God, the more real He is to us, the more faith we have in Him. Now you and I can only get close to someone we know. What does it mean if I'm close to Ivy or I'm close to Brother Fred? I'm close to Sister Ivy. What, what does it mean? It means I know them. We communicate a lot and I know and I'm able to talk to them. I'm able to relate with them. They talk to me and I talk to them. That's how you get close to someone. How is God going to talk to us? Who? The Spirit. Who? Or a dream. God is speaking to me in a dream. Oh, that's the, the Lord. No. Primary, primary way God will speak to you and I is through His Word. Yes, He speaks to us through dreams. He's spoken to me through dreams before. He speaks to, through our inner witness. But the primary way God will speak to us is through His Word. Even if He speaks to me through a dream, even if He speaks to me through the inner witness, it is the Word of God that is going to decide or be the sift between uh, uh, what I'm, I say is God through a dream or through my inner witness so that I will not be deceived by the devil. Because the devil also gives us thoughts and dreams. Which one is it? Is it God's? Is it the devil's? Is it my eating or my thinking? That will be determined by what I read. I don't know if I'm preaching to somebody. So let's get the word in. The more we know about God, the more we hear about God, the more we know Him. Because the hearing about God Reading the Bible, hearing the Bible is God speaking to me. So I hear the Bible or I read something in the scriptures, then I pray. Oh God, this is what you're saying to me. Then I pray about it. Then God will show you another verse or bring another verse to your remembrance that you are speaking, you are communicating. Some of us should be able to communicate with God like chatting. Oh God, is that the case? Oh, I didn't know about God. Please, what about this? Why don't you do it this way? I, I really... Communicating. Because He's our Father in heaven. That's faith. You and I must train ourselves to be hearers of the word. We must train ourselves to, to have the habit of listening to messages. And we in this church, the messages, I don't, I don't, plenty, my goodness. In this church, messages. Oh. Is it about life? Is it about children? Is it about marriage? Is it about finances? Is it about business? What is it? What is the topic? Abundance. Abundance. But many Christians have all these things at our disposal. Podcast, YouTube, Facebook, messages, even going on Darky Ward Mills website. The kind of www.darkwoodmills.org, the kind of books, messages, the, 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 the different branches, the different TV channels, the, the access, the mechanic, all the things. And then someone will say, I don't have faith.
So the angels in heaven are saying that are just watching and saying, Ah, what is this? What is happening to these people? They don't have faith. They are not living in victory. Is this for real? The angels. Because the Bible says that there are things that the angels are confused about and they are looking into about our salvation. So there are sometimes that the angels are perplexed and are wondering, these people, why do, does God care about them so much? Look at how they are. The, he, the, he, he, God has written it clearly how we should have faith. And how to live victorious. And the angels are ready for God to give instructions so that they give us what we are looking for. All we need to do is exercise faith and we are not. And the angels have the parcels, they have the answers, and they are waiting. Come on, people, read the Bible. Can't you just exercise faith? Can't you read the Bible? Can't you listen to the messages? That, that everything is ready. Just do it. And they are waiting with the answers. We've been praying and fasting, and the answers are waiting. Just walk in faith, and you can't. And angels are just like, wow. The angels are just like, my goodness. What are we going to do with the pastors? Some angels have been waiting with the pastor for many years. They are waiting. All we need to do is to walk in faith. Walk in faith. Not hope, faith. Now faith comes by listening to the message over and over and over again. God doesn't miss his words. Joshua 1, in this book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Meditate upon the word, so that you would make your way prosperous and you would have good success. It is by reading, listening, listening, meditating day and night. Because if you don't meditate day and night, it stays in your mind. Someone will hear a message and say, who will have faith in it? And not hear it again. Or read the Bible and say, who is faith? And it's hope, and they continue to say, mm, faith, and they continue to say it until kingdom come, and they don't have what they are looking for. Why? Because they have hope. They had not nursed and listened to the message over and over and over again. They had not read the same word over and over and over again for it to move from the mind to the heart. Faith is of the heart. Galatians says it that faith. So you and I need to take the word. We've heard the word. But we need to keep listening to it and meditating upon the word every day so that it moves from the mind to the heart. And then faith comes. And then faith comes. And then faith comes. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. So, that is my message for you. Faith, faith is the victory that overcomes the world. So I pray that each and every one of us are going to walk in faith, are going to apply their faith in the name of Jesus. 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 Oh, let us pray. Let us just speak to the Lord. 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 Oh, Jesus, I give you praise. I give you the glory. I give you the honor. Oh, increase my faith. Increase my faith, O God. Increase my faith, O God. Increase my faith, O God. 
cause me to be a doer of your word. Let me read your word. Let me hear your word. Make me a hearer of your word. Your word says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Lord, I want to know your word. I want to read your word. I want to live your word. I want to, to, to be saturated by your word, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Father God, we bless you and we thank you. Let's ask someone, anyone who doesn't know Jesus, to give their lives to Jesus. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I'm far, I know in my heart that I'm far away from God. But I want to make Jesus Christ the Lord of my life. Then repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. I believe that God raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Forgive me for all my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. From today, I belong to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. God bless you all. Thank you for joining. I want to say again, happy Father's Day. I want to also say happy Father's Day to my father. And I want to say God bless you and happy Father's Day to my father. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. And I want you all to say happy Father's Day to your fathers. Hallelujah. Very, very important. Very, very important. Hallelujah. God bless you all. Shalom, shalom. And we would welcome Pastor Elon.